Good evening, and welcome to the Rhythm Notes of Public Health with me, Kayanta. I am the soul of public health. I am so excited about today's guest and today's subject. The subject is actually going to be a series of subjects of uh, vaginal health and sex series for women. We are going to be talking about our first topic, which is bacterial vaginosis and addressing douching and all things questions asked of bacterial vaginosis. Uh, I'm excited about our Black Pink advisory team member, Dr. Lori Johnson. You will be hearing her and, and or seeing her a lot because she is a part of our advisory team. She gives it to you straight, no chaser. She lets you know the truth. She lets you know what needs to be said. So Dr. Lori, let's get into this topic. Welcome. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm doing fine on this beautiful day. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. To uh, speak about all things vaginas. This all things vaginas. All things vaginas. And and look, <laughs> and look, the delicate the delicateness of it all. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the vagina. So I was telling you that we're going to do this entire series on um, things that women, middle-aged women, um, and some younger women want to talk about a lot um, with vagina, vaginal health, and sex. So that's the series. And to just tell you about some other things we'll be talking about, we're going to be talking about middle-aged women and sexual needs. That That's going to be good. And then we're going to be talking about a hot topic, can menopause ruin your relationship mm. that, that, that's going to be a hot topic mm. and then vaginal dryness which women have often but don't talk about so we got to talk about it that that's what we're here for yeah. and, and then and then multiple orgasms mm, in women is it a thing <laughs> or are women faking it dr Lori? Is, this is gonna be this is gonna be good and then because <laughs> we're hope we're hope that women are faking it maybe some are faking it but we know that us older women mm, we're not into that let's hope but we're gonna talk about it and then we're gonna talk about self-pleasuring and then one of my favorite ones is age appropriate behavior sex and age women in their 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s and 70s because they're 70 they still having sex and i got an auntie and they gonna call her name but well i got a bunch of them and yeah, she's always trying to tell me about adventures, and I'm not trying to hear it. Okay, but they doing it. They doing it. <laughs> are they doing it? Are they doing it? Are they doing it in the? They are. They are. They are. They are. You'd be surprised. They, so I'm gonna be excited. Young to, men. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Okay. No comment. You're gonna hear me say that a lot. No comment. I'm gonna let Dr. Lori be the expert in this. And then it's sex for us are our partners and that is also going to be a good subject because a lot of women say uh i'm not gonna give him none like the sex ain't for them so we're gonna get into it this series is gonna be really good make sure that you're tuning in but today we're gonna start out with some basic things that you need to know before we get into this series which is bacterial vaginosis so dr Lori, i'm gonna be asking you four questions mainly what is it what does it look like? What does it feel mm -hmm. like? And why okay. do we get it? So let's just start with right. what is it? 
Well, um, BV or bacterial vaginosis is basically a term that's used to apply to a number of uh, actual pathogens, actual bacteria. And what happens is uh, those particular bacteria, there's about five or six that cause the symptoms, um, Gardnerella, Lactobacilli, et cetera, there's a few others, that when they overgrow in the vagina, they cause a um, ser series of uh, symptoms. So um, they get like, you get like a discharge, it gets irritated, and it just basically happens because certain bacteria kind of overgrow. The vagina is actually a very well-controlled, in its, in its perfect state, a very well-controlled like uh, microcosm. Like it has some certain amount of yeast, a certain amount of bacteria, and they all kind of work to, together to kind of keep in balance. When one or any of those things goes out of balance for various reasons, mm -hmm. then that allows the others to open and then you have symptoms and then you have issues like BV. Okay, Dr. Lori. So what you just said, you just said something that was very important. You said the, the vagina is a what? Microcosm. My, no, I'm saying that you said that yeah. it kind of takes care of itself, right? You're saying that, Correct. that, okay. the, that the way that the, the um, vagina is made, it takes care of itself with neutralizing itself, correct? Is that what you're saying? Could you repeat right, that part right. again? Because we have women, and, and, and you know we're going to talk about douching, but in your explanation, could you just repeat that part about what the vagina does on its own so we can just be clear, ladies can be clear on what it's going to do on its own in a, in a I guess, in a perfect world or in a natural uh, world that we're eating right and drinking our water and doing things that we're supposed to do. Correct. So, so the vagina will reflect what's going on in the body and in a perfect state, it kind of takes care of itself. It maintains its own balance. Mm -hmm. It maintains its own pH. It maintains its own number of bacteria versus yeast. And it kind of does all that on its own without really much intervention from us. It's, it's designed to, uh, um, create and then flush itself out once a month when you have your cycle, you know, you have your flow and then it, all the, uh, the, the uh, secretions and so forth do what they're supposed to do throughout the course of the month to maintain that balance. Mm -hmm. And again, as you said, a lot of it has to do with what you're eating, what you're drinking, how your body is staying more alkaline than acidic. You know, just, just different things like that, that the more we can do to keep ourselves healthy, the more healthy the vagina is. And you don't have to do that much to it mm -hmm. to make it be healthy. It, it does just fine on its own. Okay. That's good to know. That's, that's good to bring out because women always think that they have to do something. I mean, they had to do something like eating right, right. And, and, and taking no, some and drinking water. Right. Yeah. But Don't take a lot of things too much inside. It's not, yeah. You have okay. to take eggs and shells. And, yeah, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so go ahead. You was telling us what um, BV is. Right, so BV is, is a um, phrase that's used to, to apply to an, any number of different bacteria. Mm -hmm. That when those bacteria overgrow, you get uh, a set of symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, typically, you'll get an increase in your discharge, mm -hmm. and it may have a greenish tint to it. Mm -hmm. um, it may, and, and, and so, and so, I'm sorry, but so now you're getting into what it looks like. So now you're getting it to tell what it looks the, like, what wow. it looks like, what it looks like. So let's start over. What it, what does it look like, Dr. Lori? 
<laughs> well, typically you'll get it. You'll get an increased discharge, mm-hmm. um, and you'll also get irritation, mm-hmm. um, kind of inflammation, be uncomfortable, um, and then typically you'll have a an odor that goes along with it, a, a fishy smelling kind of odor and mm-hmm. so that all that is a result of those bacteria overgrowing there's about five or six main bacteria that when they overgrow they cause bb mm-hmm. and so when any of those five kind of get in the overdrive that's the kind of symptoms that we see um smell uh this increased discharge and a lot of irritation, mm-hmm. um, sometimes itching, but more just irritation and inflammation of the vaginal area. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then that also tells what it feels like. It, it's a itching, irritation feeling, annoying. It's, it's, it's pretty annoying, right? And that's what bring, yeah, normally bring women to the doctor, right? Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. There's something like there's something's going on, or a lot of times it's the odor that brings them into the doctor as mm-hmm. well, because it does give a very distinct kind of a fishy smell mm-hmm. that um, you women don't really have. It's kind of a fishy odor. Mm-hmm. And what about women? Are will some women having and it and they be asymptomatic or not have symptoms, or will women normally have symptoms? Um, you typically have symptoms. Okay. It's rare that will be asymptomatic. You will have nothing. You definitely have symptoms. Okay. And so I think you told in your definition of why, why we get it. Why do we get it? Why do we get bacterial vaginosis? But if you can just talk about that just a little bit more, like, why do we get this? I know I was speaking with someone just this weekend and, um, they were, they were saying like, after my cycle, it's annoying every month after my cycle, I, I get back to a vaginosis. Now I'm not the doctor. So I didn't, I said, make sure that you tuned into the show and we'll talk about that. But I didn't know that, you know, maybe her thought was it, 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 she has a one month, it goes away and then she gets it every month thereafter. But I was thinking maybe it never went away and she still had it, but you're the doctor. And so what, what happens? Like, how do we get it? Why, why do we, how do we get this? Well, let me let me address that just okay. briefly. Okay. okay. Um, and let me just let me just that just briefly. Okay. Um. So there is there is a um very widespread kind of a misconception that a woman is never supposed to have any kind of discharge. Mm-hmm. Um. And some women. I'm not saying that this person is in that category, but some women think that if they have any discharge whatsoever, it's a problem. And that's not so. So again, with BV, characteristically, there'll be irritation and there'll be an odor. Okay. So if, if if you're having just some discharge that's white, it just kind of comes, that is highly unlikely that that's BV. It may just be your regular monthly cyclic discharge and the discharge will change throughout the course of the month when your mid-cycle and ovulatory is going to be a kind of different like a egg white stringy when you're closer to your period it's going to be a little thicker that's different than actual bv so let me just okay. put that out there because yeah no no, no no i like that mm-hmm. i like that i like that i like that you're I, th- I like that you're educating us so we can understand so when you said that we were having that 
monthly discharge and that it changes and that it's just the discharge that we normally get, women really believe that if they're having a discharge, it's something wrong. So I'm glad that you said that, that women, because that's like you said at the beginning, that's the body's way of cleansing, correct? Correct, correct, correct. And like at mid-cycle, that's the body's way of letting the sperm get to the egg. Hmm. So that runnier discharge so that when you because the idea is you're ovulating your body's mm-hmm. trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. sperm have to get to the egg so that discharge gets thin so that the sperm can get there a little easier mm-hmm. and so then ovulation is over it gets a little thicker again because the hormones in your cycle are changing so just just as saying that a lot of women come to me like oh, i have all this discharge i have this discharge and it's just like no this is just your monthly your yeah. monthly discharge it's yeah i'm so glad we're talking about this because women say it all the time they always think something is wrong because they let google and social media and friends and family diagnose them and not get the information from a doctor who has been to school who who is who, who, who is not validated from um instagram followers who has actually studied <laughs> you know we talk about that often you know you've gone to school but you were talking about I, you know I, I can get off track but what you were talking about let me stay on this how do we get it and i know because we always have some sidebar conversations about this i know you have a lot to say of how do we get this in and, and the and the how we get it is very important because if you don't know how to get it right you don't know how to prevent it from happening so that part is very important how do we get this bacteria vaginosis or how does our ph right become off balance so now that we have this extra discharge or this smelly discharge or this irritating discharge that we have dr lori well one of the reasons i can't ever stress enough to women is you really have to drink water like your body is 98 percent water and to keep everything flowing properly in your urinary tract in your vaginal tract you really have to drink water and so if your body if you're like a big soda drinker a big tea drinker a big coffee drinker where you don't get a lot of water intake your body will become a little more acidic mm-hmm. and then that changes the pH throughout the body and then you allow those bacteria because they like acid so they grow more in the acid mm. so then you have it that's an internal way of of getting bb mm-hmm. um some of the other ways um when you're when you're washing if you get soap inside the vagina so i, I wish i had a diagram i should have bought one yeah should have bought, you know, bought a diagram right because people, a lot of people don't know what what's down there. Like, yeah, don't that's, know all the different holes. that's a whole nother so conversation, Dr. Lori. <laughs> get a mirror. So, you know, the, get a mirror. The outer, the outer vagina is the labia and it's the lips, whatever. But the actual vagina itself um, isn't a big gaping hole. But yes. it's, it's to make it plain. Is where you put the tampons in. That's where that where you put the penises in. That's the actual vagina, right? That part. That when part. What, get, what's the actual vagina? Because some people may not know. <laughs> right where the penis goes in, that's mm-hmm. the spot. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the. But when you get um, like even if you're washing, you get soap in there, mm-hmm. or you're taking a tub and some water gets in there. Because that is such a sensitive area, the soap or the water or whatever, the, the bath water can, uh, 
can adjust the pH just that simply and change everything. Mm. Um, using a whole lot of perfumes, um, body washes and dyes, you get some soap in there. And the next thing you know, your pH is all thrown mm. off because you put some to what it's supposed to. Um, that's another way. And then, you know, putting things in there. Putting things in that's, there. That's the third way. Things in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did a, a video a couple of weeks ago, like, you know, when you're with your partner, you've got to be careful about what you're putting in to your vagina. It has yeah. to be clean. Hands have to be clean. Penises yeah. have to be clean. You know, yeah. guys are a little different when it comes to intercourse. They kind of don't care if they're smelly or dirty or funky. They come in from outside and want to go and go for it. And you have to like, whoa, 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 go wash your hands or go take a little quick shower before yeah. you come here because yeah. you're going to throw me off. Okay, so Dr. Lord, Lord. Oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> Because what you're saying, is, what you're saying is, while people getting all hot and bothered, right, and they have this feeling uh-huh. of sensation of, oh, 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 we're about to have intercourse, right? Mm-hmm. You may want to before you get hot and bothered, make sure that hands are washed. So we need hands washed more than just for COVID. We need we need That's hands it. washed to help with bacteria and vaginosis or preventing it, right? So you need to make sure your or you make sure your hands are washed. And or like you said, take a shower, which, which is probably a lot of people are not going to do because I literally had somebody just say that they don't like the fresh smell. Like, I don't know. I don't understand, but, but this is them. They don't like the fresh smell of their partner prior to intercourse. They want to, they want to, they want to smell um, some outside or some sweatiness. See, I'm the total opposite. I, I really like you to be smelling fresh. You know what I mean? But, but, but what you just said is very important. So while we're feeling hot and bothered, this is just not for COVID, but did you wash your hands, right? Because you're yes. saying that anything on your hands, your fingers and going through every day, touching the stern wheel, touching the door, touching glasses is picking up some bacteria and then they're touching you or yes. entering into your vaginal parts with their fingers. And now they're upsetting your pH and now the upset right. is going to cause bacterial vaginosis. Okay, so we got that cleanliness. <laughs> like if, if you would have lick his finger, yeah, as it is, yeah, <laughs> you should put it. Down. I was good. That's the test. If I if I lick the finger, yeah, hmm, maybe yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not gonna lick the finger, right, ladies? If you're not gonna lick the finger, then don't put it into your. Uh, vaginal areas okay if you're not right that's what you're saying dr lori because you're saying that if you're okay to, and then some women may be okay to some women may be okay to put they might be okay. the dirty finger in their mouth right but most not right and this thing that you don't these things that you don't think about that we're trying to bring awareness to that that simple task of wash your hands prior to intercourse because right? the mouth the mouth actually dirtier than the vagina okay well then let's talk about that part while we're talking about uh ways to prevent bacteria vaginosis (laughs) let's talk about oral sex because that's important to talk about right we got to talk about that because especially in today's day it is so um sensationalized the whole um oral sex thing right and so because mm-hmm. it is, you know, because some people think if they have oral sex and they don't have sex, they still they still a virgin, right? They, that's what they think. And they think that let's just have oral sex. So we're just going to do that. So let's talk about that, Dr. Lord, because Dr. Lord, we got to talk about it. Like people, people, we doing a series and we got to let the people know. 
the questions that yeah. they're wanting to know. We gotta yeah. talk about it, right? Yeah. I mean, there, you know, there's there's lots of lots of bacteria in the mouth. Uh. And so you just gotta think every point of contact, every point of contact from from the woman to the man and from the man from him back to her, like you know, the tongue and the teeth and all that. You know, people got <laughs> So what should, should they be brushing their teeth before they start? Yeah. Like I'm confused. Like this is a lot. Just this is a lot. It's just like oh, you got all that, all that gold and <laughs> particles in the gold. All yeah, there. it's a lot happening. Um, <laughs> it's a lot happening now. Oh boy, you, you start know? thinking this through. You might be like, "That's okay, sir. I don't. That's okay. I'm away." Yeah. What should should they be brushing their teeth? Like, cause we know that people. <laughs> listen, what should they There's do? Not- should they be gargling? What should they be doing? Y'all wanted to know how to prevent this thing. Like, so we just got to talk about it and put it out there. This is because this is one of the things, this is, this is something, this is what causes it, right? This is in the, what causes bacterial vaginosis, right? This is it. And so what else causes bacterial vaginosis, Dr. Lori? Um, well, those, those are the main things, really. You know, it's either internal or it's external. Either you're introducing bacteria into the body or you're setting your own pH off to kind of to make it more acidic, which is going to lead to the overgrowth of the bacteria. And so those are just the, the main ways that, you know, it, it women contract it. Mm-hmm. Someone contract it over and over again. Another thing I time to time is um and this and this this is how I know it's true is I have I'll have clients who have um partners who are uncircumcised it's mm. not very very common but it does happen mm. um a lot of uh people from his, of hispanic descent um mm-hmm. people from the islands many of them are uncircumcised my uncircumcised patient husbands um patients who have husbands who are uncircumcised have chronic issues with bv and mm. and frequently because you know again he when a man is uncircumcised he has to pull that foreskin back and and clean out whatever may be hiding in there. And so um, my ladies frequently deal with it. Mm. Um, so if I have a client who has repeat uh, BV issues more than a couple of times a year, I will often offer to treat both partners, both the husband and the wife, do a full week's course of medication to try to clean the bacteria from his system and clean it from hers at the same time. But, um, you know, those, those are the, the main ways they deal with it. And so I'm, I'm, the, the part about the men in the circumcision, so in treating the men, do the men, are they asymptomatic? Do they, or do they not have any symptoms? Um, do they not have the discharge? Do they not have the irritability or, the, or, or irritation? You said no. Oh, so they don't have, so they asymptomatic. Related issues, men are asymptomatic. Oh, okay. So they will not have to do with. Uh, They won't know they have going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so then the recommendation is, is sometimes when women, um, are having these symptoms or having repeated, um, bacteria vaginosis or BV, the, and they, and they have the, the same partner, I guess they probably should get them treated as well. If they're getting treated. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so you if also more, if frequent then we you... Okay. You could you repeat that? You're, you you kind of froze just a little bit. Could you repeat that for me? Dr. Lord. I just said if it's more than one time they're having issues with getting BV like over and over again, mm-hmm. then I'll frequently offer to treat both. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, I heard that. That was clear. And so you you also in that answer the question of some women being more prone to BV than than the others. And, and you also address the repeat offenders, which is one of the questions I had, like, what do you do with the repeat offenders of, I got bacterial vaginosis over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, there will be a repeat offenders that coming back into your office again with the same thing. So that's why we're trying to learn how to prevent it from happening or to diminish the times that it's happening. Treat yourself, listen, so, so, so which brings me into the treatment, right? So let's talk about some, synthetic treatments or prescription treatments and we also want to talk about some natural treatments or is are there natural treatments that will actually treat bacterial vaginosis because you know you have these you have natural people out here that will want to know uh, can I treat this naturally or do I have to go and get a prescription or a synthetic drug if you will to treat this um well to address the first part of your question, um, typically if I see people, people coming back frequently or over and over again, I will um, kind of go through a little more of a detailed history with them, a little more thorough. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask questions like, is your partner circumcised? Or do you drink water? Or how much water? And what kind of soap? I'll kind of get into a little more detailed um, history with what they're doing that we can kind of switch those behaviors. I like that because you're taking a holistic approach. I like that. Mm-hmm. Trying to find out like what is that they could. That's okay. Um, And then um, once we kind of go through that, um, I may recommend um, if we check all the boxes and go through all the things. I'll tell them, you know, make sure you're minimizing tub baths, like soaking in the tub, or if you soak, don't have your legs wide open, (laughs) uh, kind of a thing. Um, As far as the synthetic, uh, there's a couple of different antibiotics we use. One very common one is called Flagyl or the the non-brand name is metronidazole Mm -hmm. um, that comes in a pill and also comes in a gel form. Mm -hmm. So people frequently will take that. Um, There's one called tendazole, which is a cousin of metronidazole. Mm -hmm. And then there's clindamycin. So there's various uh, antibiotics you can take to get rid of the BB. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as natural remedies, holistic remedies, um, I'll say, okay, well, let's, let's do this. Let's, um, consider drinking, you know, alkaline water, you know, I want you to do like, uh, 20, uh, five, eight, five, eight ounces a day, like 45 ounces a day of alkaline water to try to shift your chemistry back. Mm -hmm. Um, let's consider, um, actually an interesting, um, little tidbit that I discovered along the way was to, um, use citrus, citrus, uh, fruit, not in the vagina, but around (laughs) Say that the again. Lady they're going to be on counteract. Yeah. No. So, so what do you? So you're gonna you're going to uh, yeah. digest it. Listen, don't 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 come back and say um, the rhythm notes supposed to help. And um, Dr. Lorgan said, put this in my put this in my uh, vaginal area because that's not what we're saying. You're saying you're going to eat. You're going to eat the fruit or the. No, no, you're gonna you're gonna like when like a lemon. 
like take a lemon and cut it in half. And then when you're showering, you kind of just rub the outside of the vaginal area. Don't stick it in. And then kind of um, rinse it off. It rinse it off, and it will help to kind of counteract what's going on inside. The, mm-hmm. the acid will kind of the smell and adjust some things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a home remedy that I kind of stumbled upon with some other people I work with, and it, it actually it actually works very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also try um, the probiotics, of course. Right. Mm-hmm, that will help kind of shift your vaginal health. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now with probiotics, there are ones that are, are designed for the gut, like mm-hmm. for um, IBS, and then there's other ones that are designed for the vagina. So make right. sure that you're not getting the gut ones instead of the vaginal ones. And typically on the sign, it'll uh, tell Same you. Which one, you know, which one is for? Is it for women's health or is it for like your GI tract? Mm-hmm. Um, typically with probiotics, um, they should be cold because they want the cultures to be active. So there's lots and lots and lots of probiotics on the market. But the best ones are the ones that you have to keep cold. Keep in the um, refrigerator. You buy them off the shelf. They may or may not be um, as effective in, mm-hmm. in helping mm-hmm. to do what mm-hmm. you need. And then, and then we have that line and, and because I support women, right. And women businesses. So then we have the line of, um, um, products, the, the, the natural products that, um, um, I, I, it, the name skip misses my mind right now. What's, what's the name of it? I actually, the honey pot. Yes, 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 yes. So the honey pot. And so the honey pot has a line because I think, um, the, the founder's story was that she was a repeat offender, right? With, with bacterial vaginosis. Right. And then in her dream, she mm-hmm. came, her grandmother or someone gave her the, the her. remedy of how to naturally, um, uh, I guess, cure or prevent um, the bacterial mm-hmm. vaginosis. Now, I don't know in, in, that, that it actually works in curing and maybe you can help with that, but I think it may work better with uh, prevention once you start out on a clean slate, right? With prevention. But I know one of the main ingredients is uh, boric acid. And a lot of people ask me about boric acid. So I don't know a lot, but I do um, because I was told that you shouldn't be using soap in that area. So I really and truly do use the, um, the sensitive formula to her um, preventive um, cleansing, if you will, of, of the honey pot. Right. And, and, and I really, really like it because it doesn't have a smell. It's just really um, neutralized. But as far as, um, like I said, the prevention side of it, like, have you found it to work with some of your patients that have come in that say, oh, I'm using it um, to, to rid it or is it better for prevention? better for prevention um typically i'll typically if there's a, a significant case i'll suggest that they go ahead and just take a course of the antibiotics mm-hmm. to kind of just clear the bacteria yes. and then some of the other modalities um interestingly enough honeypot has um lemon and it has some grapefruit in it as well I, okay. I'm, a, I'm a um i'm friends with b from okay. way back in the day okay. you gotta know somebody who knows somebody okay <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my booze. If you, if there's an old video of us doing a whole vagina talk with her for the honey oh, great, Anyway, great. um, yeah, yes, that's my boo. B is my boo. Yeah. Um, and so, um, 
And so th that is a great place that once you're cleared to start with the honey pot and those kind of very sensitive washes. Um, and again, it doesn't go in your vagina. It goes around the outside. Mm -hmm. um, boric acid actually is an old school um, treatment mm -hmm. that has always been around. You know, sometimes, sometimes in medicine and things, Stuff works, but we think mm -hmm. we can do it better. So mm -hmm. we'll let the old stuff go to the side to come come up with new stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, but that old stuff, it works. Like it mm -hmm. works when it works. Mm -hmm. We can just do some newer stuff. Yeah. So boric acid as treatment for vaginal infections is not new. Um, it's very old, actually. And typically we would use it in people who are kind of what we call refractory to other treatments. So it was kind of one of them things like, oh, and you gotta be a certain gotta be a certain age yeah. to know about yeah. it yeah <laughs> we're aging ourselves but this it comes wisdom wisdom comes with age yeah that's right. that's right so there's some old stuff so so it but but in this in this day and age of wanting to be more natural and wanting to be more holistic it's kind of made a resurgence become popular again to use that again for kind of chronic um issues and, and repeat type of things but again a lot of it still goes back to that guy, the man, back to your partner, yeah, sure that he's doing what he's doing, that he's clean. Um, and then some people's that and some people's chemistries just don't match as well, you know, some because you know, ah. a man has his own secretions, a woman has her own secretions, and sometimes the chemistries just don't match super well. And even in spite of doing that, she still may be a little prone to it. So that's when the honey pot and those kind of things really come in good because it's going to help you on the everyday basis to kind of keep your body straight so that when you are interacting with him, it doesn't throw you off so much. Mm -hmm. Now, Dr. Lori, now I promise you, I could probably be here for a minute with this subject that we're talking about. But when you just say it sometimes, um, the chemistry or the chemistries of the two bodies or don't match and that you're you're prone to it um because i did have someone this same young lady so there was a couple of things she had a whole conversation with me as if as if i was a doctor about this bacterial vaginosis right like listen you're about the cow but one of the things that she well we're not calling your name so but one of the things another thing that she was saying is that she, <laughs> yeah so but you can get it more so with one partner than than another partner is basically what you just said because that partner's chemistry may be off than the other partner's chemistry that you're that you not off. but I don't know how you can really know if you having two partners and you're not using protection but maybe you can maybe you're just getting got with this partner this money you got with that partner last I mean I don't know I'm just <laughs> I'm just, I am just giving the information so we can resolve, right? But, 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 but really seriously though, to, for the takeaways of this show of bacteria, uh, vaginosis in our series of, uh, vaginal health and women and sex, um, is that a few things we now know what it is when our pH is off, right? And we now know that there are some main things that causes our pH mainly, what's going in there, which is some intercourse, in, yeah. right? Fingers, hygiene, not just mm -hmm. in COVID, but also in intimacy, right? And then we know uh, some holistic approaches to take to treat and or prevent and also some um, prescription and or synthetic, which I'm going to say a lot because I want, 
our audience to know the difference between the two. Synthetic is what is made in the lab and tested on people, hopefully, um, to make sure that it works well. So, we're, so we're going to talk about synthetic a lot and um, also things that we can do holistically to help us rid bacteria, right, Dr. Lori? Correct, 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 absolutely. Okay, okay. So, um, Dr. Laura, is there anything else you want to add to this bacterial vaginosis conversation? I know it is like, I know it is a hot topic because we can just literally blur the line between yeah. friends and um, um, health, public health and health professionals because we can get to talking about some stuff we've seen on the social media that's outlandish and crazy. Like, what are they talking about? And why are they telling people these things? And it is really and truly why I wanted to have the sex series or the vaginal health series is because it's so much bad information out there. And we want to make sure that people are getting the right information from professionals. Everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants a platform to talk, but not everybody is educating um, their audience on factual things, not things that they're getting from the internet, but actual factual things. And so that's why it was, it's important for me uh, being public health to bring to you, not just my rhetoric of what I have to say, but to bring on a professional who actually, this is what you do. This is what you can talk about. So we'll be seeing Dr. Lori a lot um, because we're doing a series and because she gives it to you straight with no chaser. Um, we will be talking to her a lot and some other um, OBGYN professionals that we have on our team. But Dr. Lori, please, please, please tell the audience how they can reach you on social media, where you're located. And if they need a OBGYN and don't have one and having a discharge and having an odor and their partners yeah. too, let them know how you can treat them to feel better. And, and all that to say, um, if you are having issues, and we know this is the Google generation, I understand, but take the time and seek a professional because there are things that get missed, they get masked. Man, if I had bought stock in Monistat, boy, I'd be a billionaire because they buy that every day thinking they have 8,000 yeast infections, yeah. and it's just not that. So, like, my boss Monistat, why? It wasn't even that. Yeah. So, go, go. Go see your doctor. Find a doctor that you enjoy. I always tell, especially to my sisters, I want you to spend as much time finding a doctor as you do finding a hairdresser. And I want that you to part. keep them the same. That I want part. you to invest as much as you're willing to do for your doctor as you are for your hairdresser. Hmm. But that's thinking because hmm. we, we want to have a whole lot of other rules when it comes to uh, who we're going to see and how we're going to see and how long we're going to wait and all this other stuff. Yeah. When we go get that hair done. Yeah. We're going to sit there. Yeah. As long as she tells us to sit there, we're going to yeah. pay whatever she tells us to pay. Yeah. Cause we want to look good. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all that Dr. Lori, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother segment, but that, that's very important to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole segment. Because we, we value how we look. We put money on how we look. We'll spend whatever, do whatever, take whatever time, sit, whatever. But then when it comes down to our bodies and our health, it's a lot more rules. Oh, was it my insurance? Oh, I don't want to pay a copay. Oh, I don't want to. Well, I got to pay for that. Well, I have to wait 15 minutes. What's she doing? Yeah. Why is she taking so long? Yeah. It's a whole lot yeah. of stuff that happens yeah. in the doctor's office. when you. But you say you want the best care. 
Yeah, and, so, and like the Lord, they're and, and, and I'm, they're, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave that. No, right. no, no, seriously, but they're but they're getting and they're getting cute. They're getting cute to go out and meet somebody to have intercourse, but they don't know how to take care of that part of it, right? Okay, right, 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 exactly that part, that part. Uh, so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let that go because I could, I can stay there for yeah. a minute, but I can stay on that space for a minute. Um, but you guys can reach me, I'm on Instagram, I'm Dr. Lori J, L O R I E J. Uh, I am on Twitter at the same handle. I'm on Facebook, Dr. Lori Johnson, and you can reach me. I'm in Locust Grove, Georgia, which is down the road in Henry County, Vaughn Corner from Tanger Outlet at Just For You Women's Healthcare. Um, and our, uh, where are we? 3976 Highway 42 in Locust Grove, Georgia. You can Google me. You can look us up. You know, you can read our reviews. Most, most of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> most of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 you've been Black King certified, so, so you're good to go with us. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, yes, thank ma you, Dr. So Laurie we, we Johnson. Go ahead. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and and what I want what I want our audience to remember is that we repeat what we don't repair, right? And so you are going to hear me say that a lot we repeat what we don't repair, right? And so even with our thinking, if we don't repair the way we think, if we don't repair the way we do, if we don't repair our knowledge, then we're gonna repeat things because we don't know how to resolve, right? It goes back to that whole thing of, you have to get your lesson and you, and you have to get your lesson really is saying, we repeat what we don't repair. So today is our first attempt to help you um, repair things, uh, bacteria, vaginosis, so we won't repeat it. Thank you, Dr. Lori, for coming on. Thank you for being a part of Blackpink Advisory Team. We look forward to you being a part of this exciting informational series. Um, give Dr. Lori a hand. Thank you, Dr. Lori. Um, have a good day and until next time. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>
We are excited to be featuring Musiki. We are excited to be having you um, be a part of our musical notes. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you real, real, real soon. All right. Take care. And I'm Blackpink. I am the soul of public health. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye.